Hi, this is Kev Lakes Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. In my continuing quest to bring you international blues from all around the world, I'm now joined by Prakash Slim from Nepal. Hello, Prakash, are you well? Hi, Keith. How are you there? I'm I'm wonderful. Um, I must say, we wouldn't normally associate Nepal with the blues. I grew up in the blues. Uh, my homeland's uh, folk music and other uh, rock music. Then uh, I started playing blues uh, from my early days. Where you live in Nepal, can you describe that for us? Yeah, yeah. I live here in Nepal, uh, you know that uh, Lalitpur district. Uh, Mahanasmi uh, municipality is just a few kilometers uh, east from the capital city. And is that up in the hills, up in the mountains? Yeah, uh, just lap of the mountain. We're just living lap in the mountain. You're quoted as saying when you were younger, ambition was for rich kids, but your ambition was to stay alive. So how old Mm -hmm. were you? when you were able to have hopes and dreams beyond mere survival? I think uh, I was 9 or 10 years old. Uh, I have that kind of thought. Uh, we had a very limited means in our family. I grew up in the that kind of uh, family and the village, a small village in Nepal. Uh, there was no any facilities. Even I didn't have any guitar. I didn't have money to buy a guitar. So uh, that time I was 9 or 10 years old. Mm. When you did get your guitar, I've, I've heard about people being dedicated about learning to play, but when you eventually got your guitar, you would regularly travel 10 kilometers mm-hmm. to have lessons from C.B. Chetri. Yeah. I mean, that is dedication. Yeah, true, 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 truly, yeah. When I first got my uh, first guitar, it was uh, gifted me uh, by my sister uh, when she landed a job. But I was looking for a good teacher to learn about music theory. And for two years, I gave up everything else to search for a mentor who could teach me everything I needed to know about music theory. Finally, I found a teacher, a legendary musician of Nepal, C.V. Chetri. And then I started learning uh, with him and joined his band and gigged in a circuit of restaurants, uh, playing rock blues and instrumental, yeah. Right. And I, I quite often ask if there was something or someone in particular that turned somebody onto the blues. But with you, it was B.B. King, wasn't it? I grew up in the blues. My circumstances are just uh, strange. And then my father passed away at the age of 29, leaving my mother with three children to raise. I would play music by drumming against a water gallon and sing songs all day, what I hear on the radio. But when I heard B.B. King, I became thirsty to learn his magical interval, sixth, ninth, major, third, minor, third, third, and other stops. So how accessible was blues music where you were living at the time? Well, unfortunately, still we have, we, did, uh, we don't have that kind of uh, facilities here. Uh, here. Uh, when I was young, there was no any uh, specific teacher for blues music. Uh, just we had to, to learn about uh, just researching on internet and then what I found there and just learned 
by uh, listening the series cassettes uh, we didn't have teacher other like stops we didn't have uh, that kind of resonator guitars but uh, in 2010 i started blues research from uh, giant member fund from 2017 but i all uh, i had started researching in blues from 2010 so that was my big point i think and then it was good for me that uh, uh, i i could learn uh, blues myself just listening the series cassette and other stops book reading the books like that so uh, it is not accessible still i think right and from hearing blues you started to yeah. de- develop your own style by putting blues licks and riffs into your existing repertoire did the audiences get into it fairly easily or was it a while before they understood what you were doing Well I'm lucky in that scenario so uh, when I started just uh, putting my uh, licks and riffs and my style of blues so they um, easily accept my style and I love my style so I'm grateful for that and like many people I've interviewed over the years you like to pay something back by teaching about blues in schools and doing workshops so how long have you been doing that Well I've been starting I've been just teaching and playing the blues from 1999 or 2000 uh, it's been 20 years more than 20 years but I didn't have that kind of stops to just material equip material to just catch up and the pictureized the videos and how I just teaching the blues and that uh, but it's been a long long time it's been more than 20 years And I've noticed since we were setting up this interview that unlike me you are very active on social media and that through that you've connected with various artists from around the world and made many musical friends. Yeah, it's my fortune that I'm just connecting to the blues world. Uh, they're supporting me as my music are just being heard in all around the world. Yeah, and, yeah. and some of these people they've helped you develop your style and one person even sent you a resonator and slides yeah yeah that that was that was uh, that was crazy uh, i was just scrolling facebook and came across a page name called acoustic blues pickers uh, when i was uh, sick in 2017 and i found there a uh, one song called me and the devil blues by rob johnson uh, i picked the song and i practiced for a week and posted on a, a page uh, seeing my post one of my friends Uh, offered me uh, for a resonator guitar and uh, some slides uh, after that that sing my post just he sent after few months a resonator guitar and some slides so i'm so grateful for him uh you've been writing your own material for a few years now when you record your tunes do you have a home setup or do you go into a studio well uh, i go uh into the studio uh but uh, we don't have that kind of advanced studio i go to the simple normal studio then where i just record my tunes like we said earlier your music is now being played around the world and you performed in numerous countries argentina paraguay europe has this impacted upon how you're treated or perceived back at home well uh, i think just they my family and then home uh, they love my music then encourage me to do a lot more uh, that's that's a good impact <laughs> i think yeah and you're quoted as saying that your dream is to go to mississippi and perform in the home of the blues uh i don't know about that but uh i hope i could just make it there uh, one day and playing a national guitar and uh, in mississippi um, so i hope one day 
I'll be there. Well, I noticed one of your tunes. Uh, is it Poor Boy? Right at the end, you say, one day I will play a national guitar on a wooden floor under the Mississippi stars. How long has that been your dream? Uh, it has just uh, been my childhood. I don't know. <laughs> just I was crazy about the blues and South land where the blues began. So uh, I grew up in the blues and then when I started dreaming about the blues. <laughs> As things are slowly getting back to normal, are you making plans for the future, i.e. going and doing gigs? Uh, we'll have just... Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to just arrange my album. Uh, and I, I think it will come end of uh, um, this year, 2021. Uh, and then I'm also looking for an opportunity to play gigs and festivals out there in US, UK, Europe, uh, anywhere. And I also like to request uh, from this platform, from your show, uh, if there are festival organizers, organizers and just promoters, please help me to get there in festivals. Yeah, I mean, anybody listening, if you want to bring Prakash over, get him to play in the UK, please do. You can either get in touch with me and I'll pass details on, or he's on Facebook. Just look for Prakash Slim. I hope we do get you over here in the UK sometime soon, and I look forward to hearing this new album that you're going to be releasing later in the year. How far along is that? Is it? Are you in the mixing stage, or have we still got some more recording to do? Yeah, I think I have just, uh, finished just uh, mi- uh, recording. Uh, it's on the process of uh, mixing and mastering. But we have, because of our pandemic, uh, all the studios are closed. So waiting for that. When the time uh, just back to normal, we'll start. Right. So is it all acoustic blues or do you do other stuff as well? Uh, so, well, uh, it is all a traditional country delta blues style. Right, so you, you're looking forward to releasing this at the end of this year, but you haven't got a date uh, in mind yet. Uh, yeah, I hope so. If just, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it depends on our time. Yeah, we're just very bad situation in here in Nepal. So let's see what will happen. Yeah, well, it's been a joy speaking to you. Thank you for taking the time out to do this, and I wish you all the best for the future. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much for having me, Kate. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there. And there will be more as we record more for the show. And we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.